This is Dominic Kosher here on Inside Linwood Athletics. Once again, joining us is the head coach of Linwood Men's Basketball, Coach Kyle, Kyle Gerdman. How are you doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be here again. Glad you can make it too with all these slippery conditions too. But uh, I want to talk about this previous week as always. So a loss on Thursday, but bounce back on the road against Missouri S&T. Another overtime game. I don't know how many more of these you can take, Coach, but another one. But this was a dominant performance in that overtime, outscoring the Miners 22-10. to 10. So just talk us through it what went well against Missouri S&T. Um, you know, I think overall, just the just the effort that our guys gave over, you know, 45 minutes. Um, you know, we, you know, coming off a tough loss Thursday and then a quick turnaround. Um, you know, we go down another player with with Kevin Caldwell, uh, you know, not being able to play because of a concussion from the Thursday night game. Uh, so even more shorthanded. Um, and I was just glad to see our guys, you know, just really – you know, turn around and really kind of embrace, you know, kind of what we talked about scouting wise against uh, S&T. Um, but more than anything, just just step up to the challenge of of just diving into a game, you know, head first. And, you know, what we talked a lot about was, you know, just giving as much effort as you possibly can, as much focus as you can. Um, and then what kind of details can we really try to take away from a good S&T team who's had a ton of close games this year, uh, you know, way better than their record indicates. Um and, you know, to be able to pull that out um, in that adversity in a short amount of time, I was really happy for our guys. Do you have any worries this deep into the season in terms of fatigue or stamina and after playing some pretty deep basketball games recently, multiple players having to play 40-plus minutes on Saturday as well? Um, I think I did um, going into Saturday, but I think, you know, to me we've kind of maybe, you know, maybe survived it a little bit. Uh, because you look at this week, we just have the one game. Uh, we don't. We just play Thursday. No game Saturday. Uh, so don't play again till the following Thursday. So um, you know, in the situation that we're in, and even if even if we were at full strength, it, we would probably be on a pretty similar schedule where you know we'll take a lot of time off uh, after Thursday. You know, a couple of days. Um, you know, kind of move into next week slowly. Uh, but specifically with with the roster that we have now, you definitely have to have a conscience of making sure guys are rested. Uh, but still getting in good reps, keeping your conditioning level, you know, where it needs to be. Uh, but but we'll take plenty of time off. And like I said, I think the last couple weeks was was becoming a little bit of a concern because, you know, we had so many, you know, every Thursday, Saturday for I think about the last four weeks since the break and, and then losing some guys and guys playing a ton of minutes. I think we were right about at that point. And so I think we kind of survived that and hopefully we get through Thursday healthy and then we'll kind of recharge for the for the last stretch run here and, and see where we're at. I'll get to that in a second, how only one game this week, no game on Saturday before I leave the Missouri S&T game. All the offense kind of had its up and downs during the game. Defensively, you guys were strong, only allowing less than 42% shooting from the field. What about the players playing defense impressed you so much on Saturday? Um, you know, I, I thought just the commitment uh, to hanging in there uh, for 45 minutes because we got off to a pretty good start. I thought after a slow start from both teams, I thought we kind of settled in um, and we found some rhythm offensively. Uh, but really, we're doing a pretty good job defensively and we were getting some stops. You know, I think maybe we – I think at one point in the second half, I think maybe we had the lead up to 12 or 13 points maybe. Um, and then I think that, you know, at that point, I think we were still playing as hard as we could play. I think that some fatigue kicks in a little bit. And, again, Rolla, Rolla's a good team. S&T's a good team that, uh, you know, um, they have two really good freshmen. Uh, and they kind of make some shots, and, and we kind of lose some momentum. And, you know, we're just kind of hanging on by a thread there. Um, so I thought that just to get it back to overtime after we had kind of lost the lead uh, was impressive. And, you know, 
I think the defensive side of it, you know, just watching guys still making those effort plays to try to win the game, you know, not just the simple defensive plays, but, you know, the the charges, the the guys diving on the floor. Uh, you know, Brandon Trimble had another incredible effort play uh, where he got us a basket from, from just a hustle play, diving at half court for a loose ball. Um, so when you just see that, you know, when you see that desire, um, it just really makes you proud. Um, and then when you can come back in the overtime and then win it, um, you know, that makes it even better. You know, we get to the we get to the locker room and we were, you know, we kind of were pretty slow getting off the court and, you know, we get to the locker room and I'm kind of the last one in there and there <laughs> there wasn't a lot of celebrating going on. These guys were they were exhausted. Uh, I'd really never seen a, a locker room look like that after a after a win. You'd have thought we got beat at the buzzer in overtime mm-hmm. or something. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was just, you know, they had literally left it on the floor and, and there wasn't even there wasn't even any, any energy to celebrate. So it was a it was a total effort couple weeks in a row with results like that. So now going into this week, only one game on the schedule. How does preparation kind of change if it changes at all for a week like this? Knowing that there's no game on Saturday and you can kind of put all of your attention on this one game against Maryville, how does it kind of change? Um, Well, probably not very much for us because, you know, we just kind of – we kind of always put a lot of lot of attention just into the Thursday game, you know, just win the first game or just get as prepared as you can for the Thursday game. Um, and then you try to do whatever you can on Friday to get ready for Saturday. So as you look at it, you know, just one game at a time, it, it won't change much for us. Um, although, you know, again, I think we'll, we'll probably be without uh, Kevin Caldwell again with the concussion protocol. So, so for us, it, it's good, though, because it gives us time now to look at even another lineup and a couple more guys in different spots um you know a guy like Mason Gaze you know probably plays a little bit more now uh you know so it gives us those ex- that extra time that we need offensively specifically to make sure guys are comfortable and ready to play against a really good and a really tough uh Maryville team yeah they're right next to you guys in the GLVC Central right now just one loss separating uh, the two records so this team on the season right there with you what's the approach going into this game against a team that's right next to you in the standings yeah I think really just really understanding you know I think that you know what it's what it starts with with uh you know with Maryville is is like I said just a lot of toughness you know they're gonna they're gonna have a great game plan we know that they're well coached um but they're gonna have a defensive plan for you um and then everything else is going to be really physical and really tough they're going to guard the ball hard uh you know your drives to the basket are going to be contested shots are going to be challenged uh so you know you have to match their intensity right off the bat um, which is also obviously to their credit. Um, and then, you know, you, you look deeper in their team and, you know, I think we share some, some similarities, you know, they have some young guys that are playing well, uh, you know, they have a great, a great score and long, which is kind of similar to TJ. Both of them are very capable of putting up big numbers. Uh, and then they have good pieces around those guys. So, you know, I think in some aspects I look at it and, and I see some similarities, um, you know, so I think in some ways that makes it a little bit easier because we kind of practice against that every day anyway. Um, so, but I think the, I think again, I think the, the most important thing for us is, is to understand that, you know, the accountability that we have to have in our program to play the right way and, and do your job, so to speak, on a possession by possession basis. Um, you know, and just make sure that, you know, we have to do our best to make sure that, that Maryville is not just the toughest team. So that's the game on Thursday. I want to go back to the younger players. Like you mentioned, they're stepping into bigger roles with players like Caldwell now suffering an injury as well. With players like Mason Gaze, how does the preparation kind of alter for him? Are there any nerves could you see out of him, such a young player already starting or not starting but making an impact on a team this early? 
Um, you know, I don't. I, if if he was nervous, you know, I didn't. I didn't see it. Um, you know, we've we th- we've thrown him in a couple other times during the year, and I think the the one thing you look at with him and and with with Devion and with uh, with Frazier, um, you know, they seem they seem comfortable, and that's a good point because that's something I think as a coach and as a coaching staff, you kind of wonder, you know, when you put freshmen in, you know, are they going to be nervous? You know, do they do they have a little deer in the headlights look to them? And those guys have have never really had that, and you know, that's to their credit. Um, you know, and I think that, that the preparation for those guys and what we've tried to talk about a lot, whether we had the injuries or not, but now it kind of came true with the injuries is, you know, our, our expectation for guys is that in practice, you're always preparing yourself to play. Now, dealing with how much playing time you get is kind of another, is another subject, but these guys have done well, uh, whether they've had a lot of minutes, no minutes, uh, a couple minutes at just being ready when their name gets called. And that's what's the most important thing to us is that, you know, we want you to prepare every day like you might play 25 minutes, but you're also preparing yourself, you know, for your future as a player. You know, you still have to develop. You know, everybody does. Um, And I think that the thing that's helped those guys be successful is that they've prepared that way every day. They've, they've never they've never pouted about their playing time. They've never not worked hard because of playing time. They've always just came in and really worked hard and done the things we've asked. And I think that gives them a chance, you know, to check in the game at any at any time and and be successful like they've done. Before I let you go, I want to talk about one more thing. It's February now, and last month of the season on the horizon too. Would you say there's a little bit more pressure now than maybe at the beginning of the season when you're trying to feel everyone out, trying to get accustomed to the season? Is there a little bit more anxiety going around or pressure you're facing? Um, you know, I don't think um, I don't think it's necessarily any pressure. But we talked about it, you know, at the on, at the beginning of the month because you know we're in a different um, as a program. You know, we're in a different situation than we were a year ago, and it's a positive situation because you know. Um, you know, the top eight teams make the, the conference tournament. And last year we weren't really in that conversation. Um, and now we're in the conversation. And what we talked about as a team was, you know, don't be afraid to talk about that. You know, we need to embrace those steps that we've taken and understand that it's a challenge. Um, you know, when you're in the top eight teams, you're, you're going to get everybody's best shot anyway. You know, so let's understand where we're at. Uh, let's attack it. Let's, let's, let's be proud of where we're at. Um, and then understand the work that it's going to take to, to earn that because you're going to have to play every game this month to hang on to those spots um, because everybody's close. You know, a couple teams at the top have kind of spread out, but you've really got a bunch of people, uh, three through eight, that could, and probably three through ten, uh, that could go any direction. So uh, and I think what we kind of talked about was, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like the playoffs, you know. Every game is every game is a playoff game, uh, trying to hang on to what you have. So I think it's a good situation for us. Uh, I'm happy, you know. I, I don't think our guys have felt any pressure um, because what you hope is that you need to get used to being in that situation as we build our program. You know, right now we're we're hanging on to eight. You know, we hope that as we build, we're in sixth and fourth, and maybe one day we're at the top and and trying to hang on to the first seed, you know, coming down the last, you know, the last four or five games of the season. So, so for us, it's just, it's just a positive that, that we've, we've, we've turned it around and and we've got things headed in the right direction, you know, I think in a, in a, in a short amount of time. Coach, thank you as always for coming in. Good luck on Thursday against Maryville. Appreciate it. Thank you.